Hey everyone, my name is Randy Lloyd and I would like to thank you for coming across to the Self-Help Mastery Project podcast. This podcast, we talk about all things psychological with your mind. We talk all things to develop your mindset. Uh, We help you out with developing a success behavior, a success character, and developing a success character trait. And eventually, you would be able to have a success mindset and go out there to accomplish the dreams and your purpose that you were designed to accomplish. And today's discussion, we're going to be talking about ways of controlling your anger, part two. Ways of controlling your anger, part two. If you have not listened to the first episode of Ways of Controlling Your Anger, please go back to my previous podcast episodes and take a listen of that. We spoke in that episode, uh, Ways of Controlling Your Anger, part one. We talk about um, getting out ways of why people get angry. What is the reason why you, they would start to get angry? And once you could discover some of those ways of getting angry, angry, you can realize and you can now put things in place so that when you're seeing those things happening, you recognize it's happening and therefore you can now avoid it. Some of those things are like to intimidate people. Sometimes people get angry just to intimidate people. Sometimes people get angry just to get attention. Sometimes people get angry to avoid responsibilities. Now, those are some of the reasons why they get angry. Sometimes they get angry so that they could just uh, to do something scary to because they want to get courage. In other words, they get angry because they want to wild up themselves so that they can now do something scary or do some kind of courageous act or so. Right? So these are some of the ways that people get angry. And and like I said before, once you could recognize these things, you can now put things in place so that when you recognize it's happening, you can now uh, avoid it or control it. In today's discussion, we want to talk about uh, ways of actually stopping the anger. Ways of actually stopping the anger or controlling it, rather. I mean, some angry, getting angry is not all that bad. It's just when your anger has become a way of destruction. Your anger has become a way of uh, negative outlet that it hurts other people. Uh, you, you, you start to be destructive to other people as well as yourself. So, and, and you sometimes you reach the point of getting arrested and getting charged, prison, uh, because you have not allowed your ways, you have not discovered ways of controlling your anger and it, and it, and it can get really, really, really serious. So if you want to reach out to me, um, I am a psychologist, a therapist, I do coaching. You can follow me on my Instagram page at Self Help Mastery Project. Uh, you can also go to my website, www.selfhelpmasteryproject.com. Uh, on, our, on our website, we uh, help individuals on our membership website. We help individuals to control their anger. Well, we help individuals to get them therapy. We also have a community where you can have discussions with other individuals and other and psychologists will be there to answer any questions that you would have. So let's get into our discussion today. Ways of controlling your anger part two. Now, 
when you talk about that ways of controlling anger i'm going to give you two ways uh, of how you could have a way of effectively uh controlling the anger issue one of them is to create a destructive outlet sometimes you want to create a method where you can have an outlet for your for your anger uh so let me give you, give you some examples uh so anger is like an emotion all right so if you have a destructive outlet like a small room you can go to and uh, when you go to that room you, you know you, you you talk to yourself so you go to that room you talk to yourself and tell yourself listen i angry you know why this person doing this and why this that, that happened but you're just going to be in that room for a little while sometimes it could be for a couple of seconds sometimes it could be for a couple of minutes 10 minutes five minutes sometimes it could be up to a half an hour and all you're doing it's just repeating to yourself, you're talking to yourself, you know, just have, some, have, to have a conversation with yourself and just, you know, just acknowledge that, okay, I'm angry. Yes, I don't like what happened there. I'm angry. And you're there and you're, and you're, and you're, you're getting angry. You're, so, you're, you're, so, you're, so you're angry there. Cool. But you're in your own space. You're not allowing the anger to, to reach a point where it is destructive. You are in your room. You get your, and, you're, and you're angry there. Sometimes it could be in your bathroom, and uh, you know, in your own toilet space. That sometimes it could be private there. Sometimes, uh, if your closet is big enough, you can be in your closet. Uh, sometimes it could be uh, away from uh, the house. Sometimes it could be in a in a, a park. You're sitting down in your park, and you're just there, and you're just you know telling yourself, talking to your mind a little bit, talking talking to yourself in your mind, just to get that anger out. Now, what can help if you you have someone who you can talk to that understands that you are angry? So, therapist is one of the best one of the best ways because they are professionals. Now, what I mean, what I mean by they understand that you are angry. Sometimes when you are speaking to people who who you know you just want to let someone to talk to about the anger. Sometimes you might get angry at them. But the, the person you're speaking to have to understand that you, you're not angry with them. You're just angry, you're angry with the situation. So therapists understand this. So they understand that sometimes when they get angry, the, you, we know that you're not getting angry at us. You're getting angry at the situation. So the person who you're speaking to have to understand that because you don't want to... Sometimes when you're speaking, to, speaking with them, sometimes you get a little louder... Sometimes you, 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 you clinch your fists and the person you're speaking to have to understand that, hey, listen, hey, he recognizes me you're talking to. And, um, you know, so they have to understand that the anger is not towards them, right? And that person has, can sometimes understand to even talk to the other person and let them calm down. You know, all right, cool, calm down, calm down. It's cool, it's cool, calm down. Just remember, you're talking to me. Calm down a little bit and let's and let, and continue talking. So when that person who's saying calm down reckon, um, is, is they, they have to be uh, mature enough to handle your, the, your conversation because you're angry and you're, you're trying to get a destructive outlet. So you're speaking with somebody and that person have to understand that that person, who, you know, that person have to understand that you are angry. 
right? So, so it, it, it is a bit of a tricky situation. That's why therapists is always great because they understand and they are professional and they are trained to understand that as well. Uh, so having a destructive outlet is great, uh, but it's like a, you have your own room, have your own space in your yard. Sometimes you go to the park, sometimes you go to the uh, um, lake or river somewhere where you can just be by yourself in the beach where you can just be by yourself and you, you know, you're just talking over things. You're just talking to yourself and you're, oh, you're angry, yeah, yeah. You're angry, okay, cool, you're angry. And, you know, so sometimes it could be as simple as calling someone on your phone who you trust and just venting your anger. Boy, this XYZ, XYZ, and the person have to understand who you're talking to. The person have to understand, okay, cool, I hear you, I'm listening, Okay, sometimes they might ask one or two little questions in between just to clarify certain things, but you, that person, have to be able to listen. You know, so you call somebody on your phone just to talk a little bit, you know, you know, just talking. And that is some one of the ways of controlling anger. It's called a destructive outlet, right? A destructive outlet, you know. Uh, so this is a really good method of controlling your anger. Have have some outlet. You don't want to go to the go to. Uh, you don't want to act negatively with your anger. You're angry at something. You're angry at someone. Your boss and you go there and you and you just vent it all out. You're angry at something. Control your anger first by going to a bathroom if you're in, in your office. Go to the bathroom. Spend about a couple of minutes there. Talk to yourself in your mind. Vent all your anger. If you could call someone, call someone and just vent your anger a little bit. Just make sure who you're calling you can trust and they understand and they listen and they can listen and hear you. So when you're when you're talking over it with 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 your, with your person, <clears throat> sometimes the person could even clarify certain things so that maybe you can find different ways of solving the problem without getting an outburst of anger. All right. Okay. So I mean, <clears throat> controlling your anger can get really really deep. It is really a serious psychological. Uh, issue that you can get really, really deep on. There are lots of research on it. So anger management can be its own niche, its own genre, its own niche to help people. I mean, it, it can get really, really deep. So I'm going to try my best to get as much information, as much help I could, I could give to clients of mine to help you out in your uh, anger. Another way of controlling your anger is by acknowledging your anger acknowledging your anger. So, anger is an emotion, right? So, once you understand that anger is an emotion, you, you can literally get to understand what is the situation that arouses that, that, those emotions. What are the situations that activate it? Like, say, for instance, if you like a clean house and you come home one day, one of these days from a heavy day at work, hard day at work, and you realize oh, the work, the house is a little bit dirty, and you start yelling and shouting and saying things and you're not supposed to be saying, you could recognize it beforehand, right? So once you recognize that, okay, house is dirty, I do get angry and I scream and shout, what can I do besides screaming and shouting? I know the house is dirty. What can I do? Can I put? Can I have everybody to sit down? Have your kids sit down, and discuss this matter? Can I? Uh, what can I do to instead of screaming and shouting and saying things that I'm not supposed to do or doing things I should not be doing because it is going to cause hurt and destruction to 
people who I love. So by recognizing that it is your, your, your anger is an emotion, put, put, that, put that in your head one time. Anger is an emotion. So therefore, once you get that now, you're going to ask yourself what it is that triggers off emotion. Or sometimes uh, what triggers off your anger, it could be a deep subconscious psychological issue that you may need to see therapists about because sometimes people could just say something and then you just get angry. But you don't understand why you're getting angry when that person said something. Now that is when you need a therapist. It's, it is easier to observe your anger when you come home and the place is dirty and you don't like dirty place, so you, so you, you scream and you shout. Uh, you know, so it's easier to recognize it from that perspective However, when you somebody would say something to you and you just get extremely angry and you, you haven't recognized, you don't know why, that, uh, why you get angry because of what that person said, you have a, sometimes it's, it's a bit difficult. However, you can even do self, uh, you can do some self uh, therapy on yourself so that you can just recognize that, okay, let me go back in my past. Go back in your past. You, you could do it. You, you could literally self-help yourself on this way. Go back in your past. Recognize what happened in your past that causes you, or what happened in your past that that you recognize that what this person said gets you angry. This thing is deep, people. This is really, really deep, and I'm trying my best to take my time to explain these things. Controlling your anger can get really, really deep because it can get in. We can get into the subconscious mind and start to talk about the subconscious. So, at, at, at the top level, we just need to understand that anger is an emotion, and things can trigger those emotions. Some of those things are deep into the into your subconscious. Some of those things are just noticeable. Uh, so you're, you're, you're driving down, you're, you wake up in the morning and, you're, and your shoes is gone, Somebody t- someone took your shoes, you get angry, you start screaming and so on. That is recognizable. So you can acknowledge your emotions, you can acknowledge that you get angry because somebody took your shoes. So instead of getting angry and screaming and shouting and yelling and whatever, you can now negotiate with your mind and say, okay, mind, somebody took my shoes, I don't like that, what can I do to avoid this situation in the future? Right. What can I do? What can I do? Is it something? So in other words, what you're doing is that you're taking my control of your mind rather than allowing the, the situation to control you. You controlling the situation. Right? I just want to make sure that you guys out there understand it because it can get really, really deep. As I go on to part three of this, it can get really, really deep. And I just want to make sure you understand certain elements. Now, I'm going to give you as another way that you can control your anger, you remember in having a destructive outlet, if and you and you, and you can uh, go to your own corner of your room or you can speak with someone, maybe on the phone or meet somebody and just speak with them. If you can, if you have a relationship with God, you can talk with God about your destructive outlet, about your anger then. You can talk to God and get on your knees, go down, you know, or sit down somewhere and just pray and say, Lord, listen, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. I don't like this. So in other words, instead of, instead of just talking to yourself, which is a good method too as well, you can now prayerfully talk to God 
and by talking to God, now God hears, God listens, God understands, and God now can intervene because you're speaking with him, and God intervenes and says, okay, let me see how best I could help him out. Let me see how best I could uh, make him a little bit easier by maybe sending somebody or God can, you know, it's God. God can do a, a thousand things he can do. I just think enough things on, on the top of my head, you know, but it's God. I, we don't know what God going to do, you know, but, you know, maybe God can lead you to read a book. Maybe God can lead you to maybe watch a certain TV show that actually have the solution to, your, to, to the situation. It's God we're talking about here. So, having a conversation with God, and this is something that we can talk about more and more. Again, controlling your anger can get deep, folks. And the more I go deep into it, is the more I'm trying to be as slow as possible and try my best to explain it as possible so that you can get a full uh, recovery of your anger situation. All right, so just have a destructive outlet. A simple one is just have a room. You go by your bathroom and, and just talk to yourself. Or you can also talk to a friend, just make sure the friend understands that they need to be able to listen and not just jab away or jab away, but they need to listen. Uh, and you can talk to God. God is a, uh, one of the best ways you can talk with God because God knows your problem. He understands and then he can send help in ways that you don't even know. Right? Sometimes things happen and God allowed it to happen. Like when you say things happen, things um, happen in terms of God. You, you're talking to God in your prayers, and God allows things to happen. Like maybe He might send you a TV show, or maybe He might send you a podcast. He might send you stuff, and you might think it's just normal, but God is the one that sends it to you to help you out in your situation. And that is one of the advantages of talking with God as your destructive outlet in terms of controlling your anger. And then you have acknowledging your anger, acknowledging that it is an emotion. And since it's an emotion, you can recognize what triggers the emotion and then find ways of how can you, uh, how can you uh, find ways of, of avoiding, avoiding getting angry or what can you do to control the situation? What can you do to not scream and shout? What are other ways to deal with the anger besides screaming and shouting and saying things you're not supposed to be saying and hurting people. What are other ways that we can deal with the situation than just screaming and shouting and getting angry like that, you know? What are some of the other ways? And that and that's where your mind now is going to f- discover other ways, all right? So I just want to leave you with, a, with this note, this point. Uh, y- your thoughts create your emotions and your emotions create your behavior. And then your behavior creates, and it goes on and on and on, right? But just to start off, your thoughts create your emotions, and your emotions create your behavior. So if your thoughts create your emotions, and anger is an emotion, then your thoughts can create your anger. So controlling your thoughts is very key in controlling your anger, all right, we can get into that in another discussion because I, as that these are some deep stuff I'm gonna be I'm talking to you about. Your so if your thoughts control your emotions and 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 anger is an emotions, therefore you you can control your anger by controlling your thoughts and by controlling your anger you control what happens after your behavior after the anger. So. We're going to find some ways of how we can control your thoughts. We're going to discover that some ways. 
And we're going to get into that hopefully in our next discussion and some future discussions on controlling your anger. So controlling your thoughts, that is key to controlling your anger because your thoughts creates the, the emotions. All right, so we talk a lot of stuff that is deep, that is uh, sometimes very difficult to explain, but I tried my best to explain it, and I hope you understand exactly what I'm talking about, and I can't wait for the next uh, episode on Controlling Your Anger. This has been Controlling Your Anger Part 2. If you want to listen to Part 1, just go back to my previous podcasts, and you can get Controlling Your Anger Part 1. It's going to get really, really deep, and it's a serious matter that uh, society needs to deal with. My name is Randy Lloyd. Thank you very much. If you want to reach out to me, you can do so on my Instagram page self-help mastery project uh if you want to send me an email you can do so at self-help mastery project at gmail.com and uh, you can check out my website we have courses on anger management courses and we have therapy across the if you need uh to speak with a therapist on controlling your anger you can go to www.selfhelpmasteryproject.com Dot com. That's where I be. That's where I am almost every single day, helping out my clients, helping out my people, talking to my community, a private community across here, because we uh, we want to help people who are really serious and and getting this kind of help. All right, thank you very much. Uh, until the next one.